plant, honestly, I'm a little more interested in the sorts of drugs you took flying back. Okay, so I took drugs. <laughs> um, I, I took really couldn't tell called, based on what you were saying. I took a thing called Ativan, which I think is like... Um, I, I'm clearly might still have some of this. That's, um, that's what my dad used to say to our van when it did a good job. Hey, out of van. (laughs) Is that after, after it went out and got itself a nice, uh, heavy metal paint job? Yeah. And then it won the big, the won the baseball game. Oh Um, man, that was so good. My dad was actually prouder of that van than he ever was of me. That's because it's hard to say out of Griffin. (laughs) You know, I think that's only because you're a disappointment, though, Griffin. To be fair. And also that I'm not a van. I cannot provide transportation for up to six people. Griffin, did you also take out a van recently? Nah, I'm just pretty sleepy. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it does to you. The only weird thing that it did was on the flight to Tokyo. Uh, Raging three, boner. Three hours. No, no, that would have been better. Three hours passed in which I realized I had been working out how a dragon's mouth would work in real life. Like how, <laughs> how it would create fire. Yeah. Well, because... well, essentially there are glands in the throat that release a, a flammable liquid or yeah. gaseous. Kind of. And then that ignites based on the friction with the teeth. False. So here's how it would work. And I'll tell you how this came together. So Skyfall was on the TV, and there was like... Hey, everybody, this is Griffin. I'm editing the episode, and this is the part where Chris Plant literally talks for six minutes about dragon physiology. So I'm going to skip you ahead just a little bit. And then being polite, he's closing his mouth. But when he does that, flint on flint causes a spark, out comes fire. Ativan's a hell of a drug. Justin McElroy and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy and I know two best games. My name is Chris Plant and I lived Thursday twice. <laughs> My name is Russ Russell and I know the best game of the week. Man, if that doesn't wake you up, if that doesn't get the mm. blood pumping, the heart also pumping, you are dead. The penis yep. pumping? Um, penis pumping. Now I'm literally dead. <laughs> So how do we usually start the show, Justin? Uh, I usually start the show by saying that we are the besties, four best friends that love to play the best in video gaming, whether that be on a real video game or sometimes phones, uh, (laughs) as you'll see this week. Um, We review the latest and greatest in video game technology, and then we give it a score, we critique it, and then we say... It's the best. Hey, before those people run off, because I hear them, like I hear a few people scooting the boot because they know we're just going to talk about iPhone games this week. Let me, hey, let, me, let, are... me, let me assure them, I got a little surprise. I got a little surprise Uh-oh. in my pocket that even you guys don't know about. And uh, let me say it's not an iPhone game. I love this. I love, I love the suspense. This. Is it? Can I guess? Can we take guesses? I'll, I'll take the first guess if we're taking okay. guesses. Go ahead. Is it an, is it an R-Zone game? <laughs> no, but that was a good guess. Because it's an R-type game. Uh, 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 speaking of R-type game, I would say that uh, 
I would say that Ridiculous Fishing is almost certainly our type of game. That's a good game. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have, and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. Uh yeah, it's by Vam Flam Beer. Flam Beer. Like Vam Beer, but with a Vlam at the beginning. Like Bill Lambeer. Bill Vlambeer. <laughs> Combat uh, basketball. They made Super Crate Box, which uh, before which, this was the best iPhone game that anyone which had made. Used to be the best iPhone game, but now it's a new best iPhone game called Ridiculous Fishing. Yep. Now you may be th- thinking, "Hey, I've heard of that. I've even played it," but no, actually, you haven't played it. <laughs> you haven't played because there's been no game called Rid- Ridiculous Fishing that's been released. There was a game well, with Ridiculous Fishing that was Ridiculous Fishing, but it, at the same time was not Ridiculous Fishing. Yeah, it wasn't labeled as such. Do you, do you want me it? to go over a quick history lesson for people? Yeah, if you don't mind. Sure. This has been long in the making. Okay, so in the year 1992, Johnny Vlambeer was born. Okay. No, <laughs> do the real one. Okay, the real one is essentially uh, a game called Radical Fishing came out in, I think it was like 2009, maybe, around there, 2010, I forget. Uh, it was a flash game uh, with the premise of you're a fisherman and you are trying to fish as many fish as you can by sending the line down into the waters, getting as far as you can without touching a fish, and then once you touch a fish, the line com- comes back up and you're trying to collect as many fish on the way back up. And then once you hit the water, you shoot all the fish out of the sky with weapons. So that game came out as a free flash game and people really, really enjoyed it. And then a year or so later- Who made that? Who made that? That was made by Vlambeer, Bill Vlambeer. Okay. Combat basketball. And so about a year later, uh, another company came around and released an iPhone game called Ninja Fishing, which basically ripped off every gameplay component of ninja uh, of uh, radical fishing and they went and sold it and it made a bunch of money and the uh meanwhile the guys that were that made radical fishing had been working on their own iphone version of the game ridiculous fishing and they were so disheartened by the cloning that the game essentially got shelved for a while but now it's back and it's been released and it's excellent 
Um, so fuck the clone and get the uh, OG. Did shit. you notice? Did you notice how the clone, um, the day before Ridiculous Fishing went up on the App Store, so I guess Wednesday, uh, discounted their game? Well, it had been free to play for ages, actually. So. Well, they were running some sort of promotion for. I didn't. I didn't check it out because you know I support the indies and I'm a big. Those fucking I, creeps. I lots of indie cred, but I guess maybe on their in-app purchases they were doing some sort of. No, they're Wait, if Ninja Fishing's free. Fuck this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, why are you even talking about it? Guys, those guys free. Our commenters said they want more of that conflict from that OG Bessie stuff. Oh, so, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, I'm I'm going to be brave. I'm going to come out in favor of ridiculous fishing on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You're going to f- yeah. go with that one? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with that one. So, that Chris one. Plant, what do you what is it you like about this game? Uh, w- here's what I like about it. That somebody <laughs> came to me, right? And they said, hey, <laughs> hey, Chris Plant, you've got 12 hours on a plane. Was this before or after you took out of uh, when they came to me, it had yeah. to have been afterwards because I don't was know it, how they would have found me. Did, were did they, they sparkly? <laughs> did they have wings? Was it a talking yeah, dog? They had wings and they breathed fire. They're dragons. Uh, oh, man. So they came to me, right? And they were like, What if I could give you a game where you fish? And I was like, No, I don't want that. <laughs> that sounds. Try again. Yeah, I, I got that stranger. on the cast. I don't need it on anything else, friend. And they're like, okay, what if instead of a fishing line, it was a chainsaw? And I was like, you have my attention. <laughs> and then they were like, okay. And after you chainsaw the fish, you shoot them into the sky. And I was like, with an Uzi? And they were like, with a Kimbo Uzis. <laughs> and I was like, two ninety nine. that's the most I'll pay. And then we spit and shook on it. Yeah, that's an accurate statement. Uh, no, it's it's a hugely, like, I mean, it feels, I think what it has over um, Super Crate Box is that it feels even more sort of native to the platform. Like, this feels yeah. like an iPhone game that is taking advantage of everything the iPhone is good at and not wasting any time. Because that was the one, in my opinion, the one sort of hindrance with the totally great Super Crate Box that I was hugely addicted to was at first i didn't like it because i i thought virtual controls always sucked and like they may not be made if they made them work but like they're still not great i mean it would still be better to play the control that game it was just a very good game like the design of that game was very very good and it uh it it really lent itself to the score chasing nature of iOS games, like the design, not the controls. The controls weren't great, but the design of the game was perfectly suited for iOS. And yeah. it's hard to look back on that game with rose-tinted glasses because as soon as I picked it up on the Vita, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like this is how that game is supposed to be played. It is, it is so much better with some button-ass buttons on it. This is just, you know, it's just tilting and it's tapping. Do yep. you get tilting and tapping? I yeah, I'm, I'm impressed how much they make me like things I hate about the iPhone. Uh, like using virtual controls with Super Crate Box, or like using the gyroscopic tilt, uh, which yeah. I could live my life never having to use, uh, and still really enjoying it. I mean, that that I don't understand any game that uses tilt because they've clearly never had to play a video game on a subway or in a taxi because yeah. uh, it's impossible. Right. Um, but it's still I mean, great. some games do it really fun. well. 
Tilt to Live, I felt like, had a pretty exceptional control scheme for a game that was literally just gyroscopic controls. Well, and I yeah. think this one does too. Like it, yeah, uh, to I remember playing it. Still, yeah, I remember playing it at GDC last year, and it had uh, tilt controls then. But it's been refined so much to the point where, like, you feel like you have complete, like, you could sneak your fishing line in such narrow, tiny little holes that because the controls like are schmub. so solid. Like a schmuck. Like, almost like yeah, a I mean, schmuck, but it a is a bullet. Ha- one third of the game is a bullet hell shooter. Yep. And mm. it, like I think that's what's so great is that it is it blends some pretty crazy genres. Like the the I don't know what you would call the shooting part of it. Like I guess sort of an on rails shooter, except it just goes straight up. Um, and what was that circus hell... game where the the clown had to like keep balancing the thing? Or the acrobat. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. So That's it's sort of like one. that, where where once you throw the fish up in the air, you're trying to, like, shoot the bigger fish to send them farther up into the air yeah. so you still have time to kill the smaller fish, and there's, like, strategy there. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of uh, tactics in this game. There are tactics, uh, but I think what will make this game sell really well, and I try not to get into these sort of predictions too often, but it... It's so enjoyable, even if you're just totally playing it brain dead. Just, like, sending that little line down and then just collecting things and then tapping to, sh- to make them explode. There's so little skill required to get the kind of action hook that the game offers. Yeah. Which is well, great. Plus, it has, it's nice. It's nice the, uh, the whole thing is built around... Maybe we should talk a bit more about mechanically, sort of how this works. So we've talked about the basic gameplay, but... Basically, when you catch bigger or harder to catch fish, uh, you get paid more for those, and you use that to buy um, lots of upgrades. And for me, that's sort of like I don't know. I love that's that my, sort of thing. You and know, it, that's my shit. I know that's your jam. Uh, and and for me, it it makes it so that like it's not as frustrating as it could be because yeah. even if I don't have a particularly good, uh, you know, haul, at least I know, hey, well, I made some money regardless. So, you know. I'll get them next time. And so yeah, it's not it's not the skill based upgrade thing either. It felt it feels to me like the rewards are placed so well that I could hand it to my mom who does not play any iPhone games, and she would be around the same place in the game as I am. Just because right. it really like all you are doing is tapping things. Well, I don't know. Avoiding, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly sure still get, to yeah. avoiding. Uh, to avoiding the monsters, it's very minimal. The fish. It's, I mean, it. Not well, in the later levels. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying late, later on, sure. But I, well, I, I'm, I'm saying this is a compliment that you that I unlocked the ability to drill through fish and shoot them with an akimbo, uh, Uzi, and towards the moon, with very little skill required. I think is a good thing. You're I saying you're bad at video of, games. I'm saying I'm and bad if, at video if you games, can do it, and and if I can do it, and it can give me that power high, and I can know what it feels like to shoot a baby eel up into mm-hmm. the heaven, <laughs> then you know, then a dog can do it. Is what you're saying? If you can yeah, do it, and, a dog can do it. And dogs, uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, number one purchasers uh, in the app store. Mm. Sure, that would explain With their noses. <laughs> that, that also, would, um, 
Can we can we address the fact that all the music was done by the guy who did Spelunky's soundtrack? Spelunky soundtrack. I hate the music. Uh, it's really? the worst part of the game. I like but... it. Ugh, it's so annoying. It's just grating. It. It's not also what did, sonically what did Gage pleasurable do? to me. What? What did Zach Gage do on it? Uh, design he, uh, work. He did the okay. voice he acting did... for the fisherman. <laughs> uh, I caught me another one. Shoot uh, him up into the skies. Yeah, they don't do that. So Greg Woolwind also did the art style, which I love. I, I think the art is like super clever, and I don't think I, I've ever seen any art style like this, where it uses essentially like very Vectors. minimal polygons, like angular shapes to sort of make up everything, like fish and sharks and the fishermen and the boat and stuff like that. Uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost it, like... It's vector um, art, isn't it? No, it's almost like uh, what's it called? Um, stained glass. Mm. It kind of looks like that, um, but um, it's very very cool. And, can we also um, talk about the fact that there is a Twitter for birds that you talk to birds on, on Twitter? I don't like, I, know if they're birds that you're talking to. There is at least one bird, but I thought they were all birds. I don't know if they're birds. Yeah, there's a weird in-game. They've been doing this Twitter ARG for... to promote the game for like birder. Uh, it's very weird. I don't get it. it but everything else in the game is very cool. Uh, sword and sorcery. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's like an in-game Twitter that you can retweet from. You know, in in right. your real life. And they like talk about like when you buy an upgrade, they're like, "Oh, nice hat." Right. Which is um, weird. One thing that I was con- kind of confused about, and I'm still not 100 percent clear. Um, some fish, when you collect them, actually detract money. Yeah, jellyfish. Them. Is it just jellyfish? Just jellyfish. Not piranhas. Not piranhas. Like Everything piranhas else gives you money. Okay, just jellyfish you don't want to catch. Right, and, kill and you can actually see what things are worth. You've, there's like a book that keeps track of all the yeah. values of the fish the and stuff. Fishopedia. Duh. Fishopedia. I wish they made that more clear because it adds a lot more skill to the um, to the return trip. There's a big makes a lot more number inter- that you, you keep seeing every time. Well, no, no, no. I, I know that there I, I realized that there were some things that were redu- reducing the, the amount. Um, I just wish it was more clear on the types of things you want to hit and avoid so you, because it, it adds a lot more, you know, it's a lot more interesting making the return trip when yeah. you have it. certain things you're trying to you avoid. You know why they do that, though? Jellyfish what? are notorious pickpocketers. Yeah. Oh right. Well, they're also they they're also endangered, so there's a fine, there's a pretty steep fee. You also have to pee on them. <laughs> Five dollars per jellyfish. I don't think you pee on them, Chris. That's I'm. That's how sure they die. That's that their weakness. Friends. That's like yeah. Mm-hmm. The one where Joey gets peed on. Yeah, and they they all peed on it. Mm-hmm. The poison in your bloodstream won't be nullified until you find. It's like when you get bit by a snake, you're supposed to kill the snake and bring it to the hospital so that they can see <laughs> what kind of poison you got. Whenever you get stung by a jellyfish, you have to hunt down that jellyfish and pee <laughs> on it to nullify. Not the just in your it, on its whole family. Yeah. Well, no, no, I can't go. <laughs> no, I can't go with you there. Sense. Sorry. It's not very nice. Um. <laughs> what should we? Uh, what should we have time about? What what is that all we want to say about well, it? Two ninety nine, like get it. Yeah, it's, it's really really good. good. The, the, my only note, I have two notes of com- uh, minor minor complaints. Hit me. Com- minor complaint A, it's sort of a little bit lacking in competitiveness. Uh, are there which is are there fine. leaderboards? There are leaderboards. Uh, pretty sure the only leaderboard is the maximum depth that you've reached in the final area. 
Um, and I think that's the only one, um, which sort of makes sense because the other areas do have like a finite depth that you can get to, whereas the final depth just keeps going. But it it's, I don't know. I feel like there could have been a little more of that. The other thing is a little annoying that I don't think they do cloud saving. So no essentially, if you, saves, yeah, which sucks because it's like it is conceptually it is the perfect iphone game to just like play in a in you know on a train or on a bus because your rounds can either take like a minute and a half or can go much longer if you do very well um but it's it feels better to play it on the ipad and there are a lot of games like that that i i wish i had cloud saving just so you know i could pick it up the ipad is like my home boo it's like i pick it up when i'm at home it would be nice if i could port it on the go I actually had a, a, a concern about it. Maybe you guys can, uh, you know, put this fear to rest. It seems like my wor- with Super Crate Box, the, some of the unlockables are so difficult and so tied to skill that, like, realistically, I'm never going to actually do them. Um, but it, it, this seems like the kind of thing where I might be able to just finish it. Well, yeah, so that's the other thing I want to mention is that it essentially doesn't... The only thing that's skill-based is getting to the lowest point of the final area because everything else you're just earning money every time so it's not a question of like when you'll get everything it's just a question of how long it'll take you um or whether you'll get everything um so yeah it isn't really i kind of do wish that there was more skill to it there is some talk and i don't know if this is like bullshit like the bigfoot in san andreas but there is some talk that there is a secret area tied to some of the game's items. And if you do certain things, uh, you might be able to unlock like more content. So I haven't gotten to that yet. But there is a lot of like weird secret fish and stuff like that. Will you let me know will... when you when you find it? I'll try, yeah. I think you I'll might hack. be talking out of your ass. Like you do that all the time. Like, hey, did you find the secret gold level in Spelunky? Like that doesn't exist. That's not real. <laughs> You're just fucking with me. Yeah. I don't know why um, you lie so like how am I supposed to trust anything you say <laughs> when you lie about spelunky secrets? My doctor says it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> this episode of the Best Leads is sponsored by Aura Frames. Alright, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up, you just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi, and once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old, I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old, and they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family, all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it, I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. 
That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details, and all of a sudden, they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech, you know? The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com besties that's mintmobile.com besties Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So, guys, anything, uh, Chris, you got to have some sort of... Yeah, he said he had a secret, uh, a surprise. Oh. And he forgot it. No, I got it. Great show, everybody. I got it. I got it. Guess what game I played uh, in Japan. Uh, horse me. racing gallop 2012 okay one yes i did that's play that. racist the, they the horse racing games there they are huge. they're out of control yeah and, and they look like the starship enterprise like you sit in a seat the size of the starship enterprise like captain seat but then there are like 20 or 30 of these in a room facing a movie screen holy shit yeah and then a Across from that, like that's like one end, right? That's the Sega end. Across from that is a giant, like it looked like Grandpa finally got all the money he needed to buy his ultimate horse racing set. And there is a like, <laughs> how long has he been saving this for that? Beautiful million dollar uh, horse racing track model, and the horses actually race around it, little robot horses, and people gamble on the robot horses. None uh, of the, none of, like sometimes when people that. talk, I close my eyes and I just sort of try to make my brain paint a picture of what they're saying, Chris. And I have literally nothing from like a, all that a, stuff. Okay. A robot horse. Okay, there's a. There's Does it a, look like like Matchbox cars? No, like okay, like a, a track. Okay, ima- imagine talk scale. Okay, imagine Let's talk scale. you know like a train set. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Instead of a train set, imagine that as a horse racing stadium. Okay. okay. So probably like, maybe like. Is that the official terminology? Let's say, let's for say that? like six feet, six feet wide, by maybe I don't know, like fifty feet long by like are, six foot are, tall. Are they on like automatic electrified tracks, or are their legs actually propelling no, them? No, no, it's like steel horses that just get pulled by a little steel bar across these tracks. Okay, so it's well, I'm gonna like ask that every. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna ask what everybody's thinking. Where do they find jockeys small enough to ride them? Mm-hmm. Jockeys are pretty small. Not that small though. Yeah, the good ones are. Guys, <laughs> the important thing is the greats. 
the grades are that small. I played the game Flip the Table. Oh, great. And What's that? So the way Flip the Table works is you flip the table. There's mm-hmm. a table and there's a screen in which a, a representative you know, there's a U on the screen, and he has a table. Yeah. So when you flip the table, he flips the table. And you get points for uh, knocking stuff down in the virtual room. Uh, but you don't have to flip a table. You can also flip a wedding cake if you're an angry bride. You can flip, <laughs> like, uh, a bookshelf if you're, you know, a, a spurned uh, professor. Uh, I, d- I, d- and I, I did okay as the bride, but I brought it all home when I flipped the table inside of a baseball stadium uh and man i flipped it where was the table so the table was at home plate and i flipped it so hard i i I hit a home run with a shot glass on my table we're trying to play baseball here could you get the furniture out of the way please there's we're playing a game of baseball two weeks away i i would that's what i would tell them well let me ask you a question chris about your table game so there's a physical table attached to this arcade a, machine, right? It's like half a table, table. right? Uh, is it? It's about like three quarters of a table. Is it tethered? Yes. You can't steal the table. I tried. Can you? Can you like lift it over your head? No, you can only push it. You can only flip it towards the screen. Okay. Then, like, so imagine, slams. imagine like a uh, imagine like a pinball machine. You know how it has like the the section coming out at you and then the screen in the back. That's kind of what it is. You grab the front of the table and sort of fold it almost back. i see Much okay i have a second question yeah. second question can okay. you play by sense of smell <laughs> no it's flip the table i bet fucking tommy could probably handle flip the table because really yeah i, I think not be, not too impressive not <laughs> uh, yeah like even being deaf dumb and blind i think you can still grab something and lift it heavily because you know how your other senses improve if he's three senses down his sense of strength is going to be is it true that tommy's strength actually came from the who like if Mm. they weren't playing he wasn't able to do anything that's true that's so weird i don't even know what you're talking about the sense of strength (laughs) the sense of strength yeah sense of strength so you have sight Uh you have smell you have touch you have Uh sound and then not a lot of people know this you have a fifth sense and that sense is like you know how like when you look at like a couch you're helping a friend move and you look at a couch uh-huh. and you go uh oh there's no fucking way we're going to be able to get that couch up that flight of stairs <laughs> does everybody have that or is it just doctors who work too close to nuclear a lot of people facilities? have it when they when you don't have it um so like Jean-Claude Van Damme no sense of strength Really? Uh, which is good. Which is why he sees a tank and he's like, "I'm gonna pick that up." And people are like, "Don't fucking do that." And he's like, "No, I got this." And he, guess what? He does got this. <laughs> he almost always True. does. So got he this. does have a really good sense of strength then, because he knows exactly what he can pick up. Um, no, because like if he tries to pick up the moon, like he'll die because he's in space. <laughs> if he tries to like pick up the ocean, he'll drown. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's nothing particularly impressive about the fact that he can lift almost anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's Does, well. If, this sense help. It doesn't seem like it helps you. It seems like it's the colon of senses. <laughs> uh, colons are tremendously helpful. Colons are actually no, pretty great. I eat yeah, rocks they, all the time, and my colon is not that well, anything for you me. You don't have any sense of eat, which is which is <laughs> yeah. You're missing that another sense. another real thing. Also, no sense of abs that exists. Uh-huh. I got a sense of uh, golf. <laughs> Uh-huh. Segway. Death I perception? Have a segue. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Super Stickman Golf 2 also launched this week. 
Um, didn't I used to? I thought it was Wednesday when stuff came out. Nope. Uh, Wednesday Thursday. at 11 p.m. Right. So yeah. essentially it's Thursday. Um, I have a story to tell about Super Stickman Golf 2. Oh, okay. hit me. Okay, so. Don't make it bogus, though. It's not. No, this is a legit story. So about two years ago, um, every year before E3, there's this event called E3 Judges Week where essentially one representative from each publication goes out to Los Angeles and gets sort of carted around on a bus. I was at this event, so if this is bogus, I'm going to be able to, I'm gonna be able to right. call it. Gets carted around on a bus and uh, shown a bunch of different games. So essentially it's like 25 games folks on a bus. And on the very first night that I was there... Um, I mentioned in passing that everyone on the bus should start playing this game, Super Stickman Golf, and everyone promptly laughed at me. I was mocked repeatedly. It was horrible. But slowly but surely, I convinced people to start trying this game, and by the end of the week, it was no joke, the best game any of us had played all week, and we were playing like AAA console titles. Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill, fill out kind of a hole that's that's here okay i will deny I, your hole. i was on board with the stickman golf i i did laugh but not at this time i was already on board when we got there what i did was who got you on board with it though you did oh you did 100 percent. yep but what i did was i saw i saw skepticism amongst the ranks i targeted uh the 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 big man in in the in the prison yard garnett lee uh, I got him to download it, and then I killed him. And then I dominated him in it. He, a viciously competitive human being, uh, was crushed, and that attracted more people because they there was blood in the water. Uh, and <laughs> I like how I want to. I, I like how uh, Russ's story of uh, how great Super Stickman Golf is has actually turned into a Chris Plant story about how cool he is. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, 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 no. A, it's, a real dig me tale I, I, about I, Chris I, Plant. I beat people up, and that's that's why the game is popular. It has nothing to do with the game. <laughs> Don't yeah. be fooled. Let's get some perspective. Uh, um, suffice it to say, um, it's it, a game that looks, if you look at a screenshot of Super Stickman Golf, you will roll your eyes into e- or to eternity. Essentially, yeah. you'll be looking at the back of your spine. You'll be rolling your eyes so much. Because it looks like a lame, kitty golf game the moment you play it and i mean literally the first hole that you do you will understand the greatness that is this game it's the biggest problem with the game i think is that it it on the surface it sounds like the worst sort of ios oh it sounds terrible super Mm -hmm. no thanks stick man don't no thank you golf like i can i not please do that at all uh but man a lot it really captures the I think better than anything else. The, the feeling that for me that it captures is that feeling of uh, playing like putt putt, and, yep. and and it's that feeling of like, how did I miss? There's no way I missed that shot. There's no and all the sort of like weird superstition that comes along with that, like the sort of like feeling like the entire universe is working against you somehow. It's um, it's not just that. that like, it's it's there's been a movement. I feel like the past couple of years and it's been a slow boil but of like indie developers re refocusing on like the folk gaming roots of local multiplayer and this was i remember the first time i played local multiplayer stick super stickman golf which is a four player race to the finish you don't go by whoever gets there with the fewest shots it is a race to the finish that like i just fucking fell in love with the game and to this day when we were in in New York City for 
Polycon last year, yeah. it was like every time we had a free moment, we would pull our phones out and play it. Yep. And My, it's that, there aren't well, a ton of Super Stickman Golf too because okay, that, that's, that, that's, there's a rub there. Well, I, I think it's a bigger rub or a smaller rub than you think it is, but we should touch on it. So Super Stickman Golf Two just came out today. Uh, but a few of us have been playing it. Actually, all of us have been playing it for the last couple of days because we got some early codes. And in addition to the like standard things you would expect from the single-player game, they added one feature in particular that I think makes it head and shoulders above Super Stick Rank Off 1, which is asynchronous multiplayer, uh, which essentially allows you, you know, uh, what's that, Scrabulous style or Scrabble turn-based, whatever, it's like a turn-based golf game where you take a stroke, or you finish a hole, and then you, <laughs> you watch your stroke. friend finish a hole. <laughs> uh, I get it, stroke. Um, and it's just like constantly, like I have 10 games going right now, and Gross. it's just super satisfying and well, really What I love smart. so much about it is you watch the other player's turn. <laughs> so like, I'll watch oh, Rust man. just like, take because you have uh, it's the same rules as the original super segment golf you have uh seven power-ups you can use throughout the nine whole cores and those power-ups are different things that you unlock uh the first one is just a mulligan so if you don't like your shot you can take it over again and there's things like a sticky ball where you can stick to walls or an ice ball where you can freeze water traps and so on and so forth so watching russ just like have a full fucking panic attack breakdown <laughs> on a hole and like have to take five mulligans it was essentially have you seen tin cup yeah, yes, it was right. the, it was the it was that scene, scene in Tin Cup where he c- couldn't get over the water and he just kept yeah. trying and trying. Yeah, p- yeah, he got it in twelve. So yeah, was, it was bad. And it, but at the same time, it's like <sighs> I've watched you do this and I laugh and I get so fucking proud of you when you finally make it. <laughs> it finally <laughs> sinks it. Oh man, it's I like it a ton. Um, I actually my one of my very few problems. Well, I don't have very few, but one of my problems with the multiplayer aspect of it and the implementation is um, I really don't like that. I really don't like the inclusion of of mulligans in the... And I get that it was part of, like, when it was a race. Um, but, like, it's hard when you're playing somebody to know that, like, okay, that's probably where I could have gotten a leg up on the person. And I know that I have that same advantage, but, like, it's hard. It doesn't seem fair yeah. to me, like, that they can try... It- that I'm watching them, like choke 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 and knowing that like oh man i should be like pulling ahead here because i sunk this in one and like watching someone get eight chances to do that it feels unfair i don't know if like from a game design perspective actually is but it feels unfair. i have a feeling that first of all i think that that issue is abated a little bit towards the uh later courses because you have to spin those power-ups like unless you want to shoot on par or over you have to spin those power-ups on the special things like the sticky ball and on the you know the the water and sand swap like you need to be very judicious with how you spend those but you're right i think that what that mode really could have used was sort of a super smash brothers style like full rule customization yeah. of no yeah. power-ups whatsoever because like what's tricky is you still have to actually i don't know because i the only games i played against justin which i haven't checked and and russ when you're playing against somebody who hasn't unlocked all the power-ups that you have can you still use all the power-ups you have yeah you can and so that's yeah. one thing that i do have an issue with is that essentially like if i was playing with all the power-ups that i had already unlocked yeah you um, fucking destroy me i well, destroy you because russ is it's, also it notorious is a, 
for uh, using them once he starts losing. No, that's I was playing legit, yes. Griffin. Oh, Griffin. No, yeah, Griffin, he, he did. Maybe. I, 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 I've seen sticky balls come out when. You, you, well, Griffin <laughs> told me before we started. Sticky balls I, come I, out, please. Hey, all I'm saying is he shows me the sticky balls the second he, I, you know I pull ahead. So, so just to speak to Justin's point, uh, I would agree with Griffin. I think there is. It's very much a currency thing. So essentially, if they spend all of their power balls uh, on the same hole. Um, the fact that they're not able to use them on later holes is a big deal, and you'll have a huge advantage. Yeah. So that eventually that'll that come back Russ, to pay off. Where Russ had his panic attack and blew right. five of his mulligans right there. Like, I, there was no coming back from that. Like, I right. had him. So, But the reason it's in there and the reason I think they didn't, although I would like to see in an update, like, a raw, like, no power-ups version of multiplayer, there, I think the reason they did it is because it essentially lets you, if you're down a considerable amount, if you use your power-ups very smartly, you have a chance to come back. Uh, whereas I think if both sides didn't have any power-ups and you were down by like three strokes, you would feel like, oh, you know, it's there's not a whole lot I can do to really get an edge. Let's talk about the yeah. power-ups because I, I haven't, um, I, I saw this, but I didn't like investigate it. <clears throat> yeah. And I need to know whether or not I need to be angry about it. Okay. In the single-player courses, when you use up all your power-ups, do you have the option to buy more? So you can use the in-game currency of quote-unquote bucks. I think it's B-U-X. You can spend five bucks to get another um, power ball, uh, which... I do not dig on that. Okay, I appreciate the not digging on that, and I I don't really dig on it either. Um, Because you get those bucks either by... There's 10 on each course that you can pick up. There are you get them for achievements and you get them for multiplayer victories, but you only get like two for multiplayer victories. It's not like it's not like yeah. you're doling them out in big numbers. I think that's to prevent people from abusing it. Yeah, and of course you can also buy like you can buy it with in-app purchases. Yeah, I, I've never actually used a, a, a purchased power, but like I've never spent the five bucks to get that extra one. Um, I would say that the difference between having eight and having nine power-ups is pretty negligible i don't know if you can keep buying i don't think you can but i i'm not 100 sure but it can and like i am not saying this because i have like a fundamental problem with this with this model because this model is basically the only model for profitability for these games and like i think there are organic and respectful ways to do that but at the same time they have also placed a higher emphasis on leaderboards for each course and like i use the scores that you and Killingsworth put up as like that's my par. Like I have to finish this course nineteen under because that's what Russ did. And when I see that, and like knowing that you or the person coming after me had the option to to juice, like it just it kind of it kind of I don't know it lessens my interest in continuing to play the game in that competitive manner. Yeah. So there so there's that which I agree with you. The only the other X factor. It's the addition of hats, um, mm. which uh, we haven't really gotten into. It's new for the sequel. And essentially, so you can you collect these bucks by like getting achievements and finding them around maps and stuff like that. And then you can then spend them in a sort of lottery, I don't know what, the capsule toy type thing, which, which essentially... A gotcha pawn? A gotcha pawn, thank you. <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm sure, Chris Plant, I'm sure, knows exactly what that is mm-hmm. um but it's actually it might be gasha gasha pawn it's one of the two okay 
let's be very careful here. Uh, but you can essentially spend the money there and it'll reward you with a hat. And these hats, apart from changing the look of your character, actually have passive abilities. So some of the hats are very basic. They'll, you know, change the size of your character, which actually makes no difference at all, but it'll just make you look bigger. But the, the later hats, the, the more... They'll turn the water into blood. Like it, right. Some of them it's cute, useless whatever. Stuff, yeah. But the later hats actually have gameplay implications, like one of the later hats causes you to stick to every green. Like the second you land on a green, you're stuck on it, so you won't bounce off. It also prevents you from rolling in shots. But there are, like, there's one hat that's, like, all upside, which essentially it gives you two bonus power-ups for every time you play around. Um, and that's the sort of thing where it, like, it took me a while to unlock that, um, but it does feel like a pretty serious advantage, so I don't use it when I play multiplayer. So that's the sort of area where I feel a little dodgy about, you know, comp competition, and I which, would like to see, like, a, a no power-ups, no hats right. Again, mode. like... It, those the power-ups and the hats they're not they're not objectively bad things it's if we had to like if russ and i stuck with it and unlocked everything in the game like the more hardcore players i think would formulate strategies around those things like the sticky the sticky green hat like that is that's just a kind of strategy you're not going to get the roll in that you want but it is easier to to land on the green. yeah it might make us given course much easier to finish but for for everybody else for the people who are just coming up the ranks there's like a leveling system for other people who like haven't unlocked a bunch of shit yet there really does need to be a just plain multiplayer mode where you can still i like that the multiplayer mode you still earn experience and and currency like i dig that i i do I just yeah, there needs to be a vanilla. The uh, the other big problem I have with the the multiplayer, and I'm not sure what the the smart fix for this might have been, but um, you are effectively not playing each other. I mean, you're you're playing each other in as much as when you play single player and you compare, you know, the score you're trying to beat with the other person's. I mean, it it with the super stickman golf when it's local you're you are in direct competition because how fast that person finishes the hole impacts your score um but in this case th there's no real difference i mean it it's multiplayer only in the strictest sense because really you're just playing two concurrent single player matches well i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily agree with that first of all the, we should mention that the race mode is still in it so yeah. if you want to play race, also, you can still do that. It's four players online, eight players local, which like yeah. So I that's can't crazy. Fucking, I can't wait, wait for us GDC to for or whatever is going to be a lot of fun. The other thing I would say is different from single player. I think you make a lot of choices based on how the other person is doing that you wouldn't ordinarily make. Like for example, if you're down two strokes and the other person made an insane shot, you might go for the riskier path even though you might not make it, and, like, that changes your strategy, strategies that you wouldn't take if you were playing a single player. Hmm. Yeah, I can see so that. So fuck you, Justin. <laughs> Chris playing. Got wow. you. That's the best thing about the besties is we cannot have a... <laughs> someone cannot make an actual valid... It's so rare that we have a valid point to make that it, it it's a yeah. ticker tape parade. Would actually um, Chris, I, Chris I Plan, think, I know... I, I, I do want to hear Chris Plant's concerns, though, because he's been... He might be asleep, though. I don't know. No, I, I, my concerns, they're dumb concerns. Sometimes I appreciate a game just being very simple. And it, this is 
insane because it's a sequel and they want to expand and they want to make it a better game. But what I liked about the original Super Stickman Golf is that I felt like even without the fancy special balls, I could hop in a game with people who had never played it before and everyone was close to on the same level. Uh, no matter what like environment we were playing in, even some of the more difficult levels. I felt like it was much more about precision and just aiming and powering your shot and less about using the sticky wall in the right corner and knowing the map and knowing which ball to use when and like weighing when when not to use your ball tokens. And like I said, that's, that's silly because what they did is they made a more robust game but sometimes from multiplayer experiences, I just prefer the latter. Yeah, you're, I think you want what we want, which is essentially a, a very vanilla multiplayer mode option if you want to I, do I really, that. I really do feel like that's the only thing that's missing because in every other regard, like it has yeah. but the race mode. Maps. You know, that's, the, that's my problem is the stages themselves are just... Yeah. They are kind of like, Play- they're more, they're a lot more levelly. Yeah, and than... playing through it in single player was a lot less fun. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I had yeah, fun playing I, it. I think the courses have been pretty good so far. And also, I mean, I've been able, like, you can beat those courses under par without using power ups. It seems like for a lot of them, there's no way you can get a hole in one, right? I mean, it's like literally. Yeah, but I mean, it was, that, it was that way for the. Yeah, for the last game too. I, uh, but but I, I know, but like I I like holes in one. I like getting them. Yeah, yeah. Feel good. yeah. So it makes me feel like a special boy. I'm actually I'm writing so an, bad I'm writing that. an email right now uh, to the to Noodle Cake Studios asking them to release a new game called Super Baby Golf, and it'll be just for Justin, and, <laughs> and he can hit all the holes. It'll go right in one, and it's just a huh. it's just a short okay. little putt, and it'll have all a right. picture of Justin on the front, but it, it's his adult head on a baby's body. Is the hole all just right, a right. vacuum? Uh huh. The hole's <laughs> a vacuum. You don't even need to up. hit it. It's it's a video. It's a YouTube, and it's just a YouTube of a, a ball going in a hole that repeats <laughs> while a lullaby plays. <laughs> this has been Aww. a cool day. <laughs> Happy birthday, Justin. <laughs> Best birthday I've ever had. Oh. I'm going to keep playing uh, Ridiculous Fishing. <laughs> Sorry, Ninja Fishing. Fuck <laughs> Ridiculous Fishing. Hey guys, what are we... Is there a free version of Super Sticker oh Golf 2 I can get? <laughs> Uh, what are we playing next week, yo? So, I oh think gosh, probably I, next... I, I know what we're playing next week. Well, it's not the game that you're thinking of, because we can't talk about that yet. Gears? Unless thinking of us. Oh, yeah. Well, Gears is one of them, right? In that and, other game we'll save for later. And then Justin, I know, is playing StarCraft II Heart of the Swarm. Oh, God. <laughs> Does yeah. that mean I have to listen to you talk about it? No, I'm absolutely not doing that thing he said. <laughs> Is it, I I would is it play it if I, I had a computer to run it on. I don't think I know anybody who's playing it. I didn't finish the first one. I finished the first one. Oh, I've never Nancy Kerrigan was in it. I've never played any of them. Um, so. I, yeah, I like the story and I like the gameplay campaign. I just can't play multiplayer. So yeah, it probably won't be StarCraft because none of us can actually either play it or has a desire to play it. Um, but Gears for sure. And do we have another game we could bring up? I really think we should return to SimCity since people can actually fucking play it now. I would um, love to talk about that. Yeah, Chris had to miss out on all the 
all the fun. Oh. I'm glad I'm I don't not on know what you're talking about. Was there controversy Chris, surrounding that game? Chris, to what extent could you like keep up with what was going on? Like it must have just seemed like the internet was melting back home. Um, yeah. I mean, the world went through changes, right? Like, yeah. War has changed. War has changed. That was the only. I don't know. Honestly, thing. man, I was just like watching a lot of anime. There's a new Evangelion, and like. Like that opened my eyes, you know. Things are just so much better in Japan. They don't care about Sim City. <laughs> they, they don't care about American games. Uh, that's what I learned. Not? That was something I, I, thought, we, I, I, I thought everybody had Xboxes. Now. Oh yeah, everybody loves Xbox, <laughs> and they love American-made video games. <laughs> I mean, God of War. Anyone? Are you getting God of War from GameFly, Griffin? Ugh, no. I just. I just got Metal Gear Rising. I haven't I haven't opened it yet because I'm reviewing. Oh, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. Oh yeah, that's good. I'll do that. Is that coming out next week? Uh, I, I can do I can do Dark Moon. It comes out on the 24th, which will just be a couple days after Vestis goes up. Okay. Do you guys want to hear? I I thought. Oh man, I should have talked about Lego City Undercover. Oh man, I want to play that something fierce. Can I tell you one thing about it? Yeah. Before we and then we'll log off here, um, guys. It has it. It's fun if you want to play it with your kids. It's pretty fun, and I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun. The, the important thing, uh, it has no bullshit minute-long load times. I mean, I, and I thought lost. it was installing the first time. Wow. Like It gives you a 30-second load time before the title screen, and then once you press start, it gives you a minute-long load time. And then anytime you go back into the open world, it is a full, like, I don't mean exaggerating. I mean, like, I had my stopwatch out, like, minute to a minute, 15 seconds I mean, of loading. But that makes sense because essentially you're, they're building each level by yeah, hand. There's a small man in there, and he's furious. Tommy, have you Tommy is in there building by sense of smell. <laughs> oh, man. But that's good because you can get in, like, a full round of ridiculous fishing in there. Yeah. Silver lining spy um, we may. I don't know what we'll do next week because next week will be PAX. So no. Oh, shit. shit. Before PAX. Yeah. It's before PAX. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's dog. before PAX. And then we got the Jitica. I will be I'll, I will be on a plane at this yeah, point. Yeah, I will be up in the air. Well, we'll record before that. All right. Okay. Yeah, but let's do Dark Moon because I'm going to have some shit to say about that. And then we got the Jitica. Yep. So there you go. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you listen to us talk about those games. And join us again next Friday for the besties. Shouldn't the world's best friends play the world's best games? I'm going to bed. Besties.